This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Hello and welcome to this special episode of Star Wars in Character where we cross over to the best of fives. Best of fives. The best. <laughs> I am Chris. He is Tim. And then... <laughs> I was going to say, 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 say hello, Tim. And hello. <laughs> and then there is one more. There's one more who is taller than both of us and kick our asses. We're breaking the rule of twos. <laughs> hey, is Derek. Say hello, Derek. Hello, everybody. They hello, fr- baby. It sounds, hello. Like a, it sounds like a big bopper. A chantilly lace and a beauty face and a button nose and a silver face. And I'm going to ride on this plane and we're getting it up in the center of Zane. What the fuck? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that um, was the entire... Big Bopper story. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll see you next time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Derek and Tim are on the the hugely populated podcast Spoon, right? <laughs> well, well, Chris, uh, you really yeah. want to play that game? <laughs> I do. Check me. <laughs> oh, you're lucky. I'm nice. <laughs> yeah, we never we never completed Spoon. Spoon is a is is you know it's. It's it's a, it's an unfinished masterpiece. It's on hiatus. It's it's been on hiatus. Uh, we, we can always. I'll, I'll be honest. Um, when it comes to the tick, yeah, I know this is this is a, a Star Wars tick. I have not gone back to watch the Amazon tick. Uh, they they had the first half of season one. I watched it. I, I have not gone back to watch the rest of it. I was so. I was so disgusted with it, with the Amazon tick, that I was like, I had no desire to go back and finish finish the series. I actually enjoyed the series. I mean, it was definitely different, but I, I enjoyed it. I understand I mean, where they were where they were going, but it's I, a lot I, I, more Arthur based than anything else. Yeah, it's, it you know, it's called the tick. I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather, I don't know. It's it's sort of it's sort of like having a Transformers movie and not have the Transformers as the central character, have it have, you know, Shia LaBeouf. That's kind of what it was like. It's that I think that's that's what that's what turns turns us off is, you know, it's called Transformers. I want to see Transformers. I don't want to see some other guy running around. It's called the Tick. I want to see the Tick. I don't want to see I want to see I don't want to see it through the eyes of Arthur. I want to see I want to just see the Tick. Right, yeah. But I do either way it was a, it was a great show and I'm I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> it's it's not it's not out there right now. <laughs> It's, it's not, it, but I think it still is the only podcast on the internet dedicated to the tick. I do not think anybody has has come in to fill that void. Well, hurry up, Tim. No, Tim and I are going to break off and do real Ghostbusters next. Actually, that wouldn't be a bad thing. I I, I know. I, that I would actually, I'm dead serious that that would be pretty awesome. That would be a really good show. Like that. That's kind of like what Chris. Chris and I had talked about doing, uh, doing kind of like what we did with with Spoon, going through the Superman animated series. Well, if Chris could download the goddamn app for the DC I can't Universe, he could do I that. Need, I, 
nothing's working. Nobody's. I can't do it. I can't. It's not downloading. I can't find it. I can't get it. I don't know what to do. Can't it's walk. I can't walk. <laughs> it's on my phone, but I can't. On smart TV, I can't like give me the apps, but I can find it to download it. Like, how hard is that for me? I'm just gonna drive up to your house this weekend and break I'll, in, set up your I'll TV, wait. and leave. <laughs> he, he walks in, beep, pop, boop. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's it's not that. It's it's. I don't think I can do it. I don't think so. I need help. I need. I Did need. Did you try the, the PS4? Box. I did, but when it says apps and I search for it, it doesn't come up. A um, a video game comes up, but I don't want the video game. I want the fucking app. All right, we'll take a look. Okay, Jerry. All right, we're back to the show. All right, this is this is Star Wars and character crossing over with best of fives and ten. What's this list about? So basically, we this is this is the third in the series. Yes. We, there's been a lot of negative talk over the past, say, two or three years about Star. I mean, there's always fanboys bitching about stuff, but I thought that it would be a good idea to go through all of the current Star Wars movies. And just say what we like about them. No negativity. Talk about all the things that we like about the movies. We've done We've done The Force Awakens. We did The Last Jedi. So right now, uh, we're going to do one for Rogue One. And the next one will be uh, Solo. Um, so yeah, it's all, this is all, it's, it's, this is just going to be kind of a little bit of a love fest for, for these, for the movie. So we want to, we want to keep it positive. We don't want to be whiny, bitchy fanboys. Um, and just, just say, just to say nice things about what, Star Wars in the movies that we like. What the listeners can't see is that we're actually all sitting around a campfire together with yep. drums and we just finished <laughs> Kumbaya. Yeah. Kumbaya. It's a drum circle. We're, uh, we have, we've taken peyotes. We're in a Navajo sweat lodge. <laughs> We're singing Yub Nub instead yep. of Kumbaya. Yub Nub. It's just a you know, drum circle, not a drum circle jerk. Am I right? Well, that'll be later. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Promises. That's how it ends. Promises, <laughs> promises. Why don't you keep them? Um, all right, Derek, you're a guest. I want you to go yes. first. Number five. Okay. My number five for uh, best Rogue One things about Rogue One. Yes. Uh, is K2SO, played by Alan yeah. Tudyk. I am a sucker for droids. Uh, there are two things in Star Wars movies that I love. It's vehicles and droids. Um, and I think, first off, the concept of we stole this Imperial droid and we reprogrammed it to work for us is brilliant. And the fact that he's snarky and they literally say he has no filter he doesn't know how not to say what's on his mind is brilliant and the fact that he's just like i'm gonna protect you because he told me to (laughs) you know like he doesn't give a shit about her and he just is like i'm just doing what i'm told to do i don't want to do it but i'm just doing it he's like marvin the android from uh hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy yeah plus he's awesome in that gun scene i mean it's sad that he dies but spoiler alert for this episode (laughs) but but he's just so badass they come busting in and he's just like boom 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 like he's not even looking he's just shooting these guys and he gets to utter a great han solo line touch my dick okay two great han solo (laughs) the the second harder (laughs) touch it harder no, when he's talking on the uh, intercom system, he's, he says, boring conversation anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know? So that's Let's my see, number five. That That's a good one. I, I told Derek earlier, Tim, 
Rogue, Rogue One is I I've seen it. I I forget nice a things. lot of it. Nice things. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I just I, <laughs> I just forget it. So I forget shit. So whatever you guys are saying is reminding me. Oh yeah, that part. My my list is is pretty weak. So I'm just gonna put that out there. I'll let but you, my I'll list let you has a, a little secret. Yeah, you own the DVD, right? I own I own it. Yes. Yeah, and it's on Netflix, right? It is. Uh-huh. Watch it. <laughs> I, it's, it's been a while. I've seen it, I think, twice. Yeah, I, I watched it. Uh, I watched it a, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I rewatched it a couple weeks ago on Netflix. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. And and and, and, and I do. I I, I I I'll say this, and 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 this this isn't this isn't me dogging other movies. So far, of the four movies we've gotten from Disney, I actually prefer the spinoff movies to the saga movies. Hands mm-hmm. down, I will I will take the spinoff movies. And I can watch these over and over again. Um, whereas the the uh, the saga movies, I don't necessarily feel that affinity for them as much. Well, I like I posted something on our Star Wars character page a while ago, saying that they're cutting back on Star Wars films, mm-hmm. Disney and whatnot. And a lot of people, Tim, a lot of of listeners commented that they're enjoying the one off spinoffs more than the trilogy so you're not you're not alone out there. yeah the and the thing the thing that i like uh about the the spinoffs is they're enriching the story rather than trying to create new mythology and uh and, and so it, it it's really difficult to to do that with with star wars it's like with with other you look you look at a lot of other properties where when it's been taken from the creator uh, how it just doesn't it doesn't feel the same way. James Bond is one like we'll we'll say the books, um, and Lord of the Rings was another one where when uh, uh, Tolkien left and his son was taking taking over had a different feel. Um, so that that that's that's just kind of how I feel about the 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 sagas. But the the um, uh, the the spinoffs really. They, they 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 look at the era and then they 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 do their best to make a film that would fit into that into that that type of storytelling, which I, I think is what they should have done with um, with the, the the new saga. But uh, but but again, I do enjoy the new saga movies uh, quite a bit. Um, it's but but I just I have more of an affinity to the spinoffs. All right. Well, All right. I'm going next, Tim. You going second? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. We're we're, we're we're these these episodes are we're probably going to be chatting a little bit in between in between our numbers. So I have a feeling these are going to be like nine hour episodes. <laughs> well, my my five, my top five, all have a theme, and you guys can probably will catch it as we as we go on. Vagina. <laughs> um, wait. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at my list. Three of them, maybe. Um, number five for me is. Now you guys gotta refresh my memory. I just I just know there's a scene where Mon Mothma and General Dodonna are all at the round table mm-hmm. <laughs> with the um Death Star. Just uh, seeing something that I grew up with, like again and younger versions of them talking about shit that I know what's gonna happen, just gives me goosies. So I think I can guess pretty much at least half of the rest of your list by that statement. You can already guess what my top five have in common. Yeah. Goosies. Goosies. Yes. So that that scene, it's been it's been a while, but just and the girl who who plays Martha, damn, she she looks like you know the the younger version of her, and Dodonna's the fucking beard does it all. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I when I see the guy who played Dodonna, 
he doesn't look like Dodonna to me. Like it, it took when someone said, "Oh, that's supposed to be Dodonna." I'm like, that doesn't look like Dodonna to me. You you heard them say that looks like Madonna. <laughs> you were yeah. like, "That's not Madonna. He's not wearing a pointy bra at all." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vogue, that, Vogue, Vogue. That Vogue. that scene for me gives me a little bit of some goosey. So yeah. that's that's my number five, Tim. Okay. What's your five? My number five. I I really like Donnie Yen in this movie. Charity Char- Way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I'd like him. He, he there's something about him. He he's he's sort of the character that I that I look at. And I'm like, oh, I really like that guy. And, and you feel bad for spoiler when he dies at the end. You're like, oh, that poor guy and his and his buddy. Um, but the the thing that I thought was was the the my there's the, I, I I have two scenes that I like for different reasons with him. There's when when they're on uh, when they're on the planet and they're and they're being brought to uh, Forrest Whitaker. They put the bag over his head, and he's like, "You know, I'm blind." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that was a good line. I I thought I I remember when I saw that the first time. I thought that was the funniest thing. That cracked me the heck up. And then there's there's another scene, and I don't know why I like it because I it's it's not it's not necessarily a very creative scene, but it's it's when they go to the planet and um and. To find uh, for uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character, right, uh, Galen Erso, and uh, when when the the guy leaves to go and he's going to go and shoot him, and there's something about the way uh, Donnie Yen goes. There's a doctor's threat him that you only find when you are going to kill somebody. Just the way he says it. I, I, it's it. You can you can tell it's a difficult line for the actor to say, but I dig the way he says it. He's he's just he's really struggling to get through that. You can tell the actor has a hard time pronouncing it. Doesn't want to sound sound weird, but he's always, he's kind of over pronouncing it. And, and I, it's it's sort of it's sort of like a little movie flub, but it's not really a flub. It's just it's just the the limitations of a Chinese actor trying to say these lines. But I, I always dug that scene too. So, but but I, I really like Donnie Yen. I think I think he's one of the highlights of the film, and I think he's a, he's a character that uh, that I think is very interesting in the movie. Cheer. I agree, yeah, I, I agree, agree with everything you said there. I had him as an honorable mention. Um, yeah, I mean the the blind line was great, and dude, he's unbelievable with a bow staff. Yeah, you know, um, a lot of. You know, a lot of the whole I'm one with the force, the force is one with me thing was like a little overkill, in my opinion. Would you say, would you say it as Donnie Yen? There was a little overkill. No, no. no, uh, (laughs) I don't know if you're Donnie Yen or or Christopher Walken. Yeah. Christopher Walken having a stroke over there. Um, (laughs) Strokey Walken. And, and, you know, I don't want to spoil if something's on somebody else's list, but Donnie Yen's the one that brought up the, the wills. So I mean, yeah. you can't fault him for that. Yeah, it's uh, it, yeah the the and yeah the the wills and just just even saying that like for the people who read the the novelizations, like, oh, the Journal of the Wills. Uh-huh. <gasps> it's like finally we're getting a little information on that because up until this point, we even even Lucas has never really stated who the wills are at this point, and you know here we are forty. Uh, what forty-one years into it, and we we still don't really know who the wills are. 
which I think is pretty neat. There's still there's still a lot of mystery in in, the, in that, that that original stuff. Yeah, now that Yoda blew up that tree, we probably will never know. Yeah. We'll never know. Oh, that was where the wheels were. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. It's Willis. It's not Wills. Yeah, they've just been mispronouncing it for years. <laughs> There's an I missing in there, yeah. yeah. It's a typo. Uh, Derek, what's your number four? Number four. Uh, my number four is the uh, the scene on Mustafar, oh. where we finally get to see Mustafar after... You know, the last time we saw Mustafar, there was a uh, there was a guy that did not take the high road. <laughs> Don't and, try it. And and was burnt to a bloody crisp. Uh, and now we see Mustafar with Vader's castle on it, and yeah. it's yeah. it was just you know I mean I I read the books when I was a kid, you know, I, and when I say when I was a kid through college as well. <laughs> and and you know it's like any anything else when you when when you read about it you kind of picture it in your mind and when they finally showed it I was like holy shit that that looks just like what I would picture like it was so awesome right and then you get you know Vader in his tank and then you get Vader coming out and the only thing I didn't like about it was the cheesy little like oh, don't choke on your aspirations yeah, you know, uh, yeah. that was that was but, a little bit of a forced line. Otherwise, you've got Big Bad Vader dealing with some, you know, pipsqueak that's bitching because somebody took away his toy. <laughs> and he's basically like, why would you come to me with this? Of all people, why would you come to me with this? And he's just so awesome. And, of course, the best part for me, personally, is the fact that he had the Crimson Guards with him. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. by far, they're my favorite. And And the fact that he's just got his lineup of the Crimson Guards and they're just like, ready to go on a, on a, you know, the second he motions to them. It was just a really cool scene, really well done. And yeah. Hearing you guys talk about your list, man, it's like, you know what? I got to watch this movie. I have to watch this movie for the first time. (laughs) You're just, you're just picking scenes out of the trailer that you saw. Yeah. That's a cool scene. And it was he, do you think he was there? Like, do you think he chose to like live there then? Like, this is my house. Um, I'm going to stay where I killed, where I choked Padme kind of thing. Yeah, I'm sure there's some, you know, mental issues that he's going through yeah. where he's like, this is the last place I saw her alive or I have <laughs> to stay here. You know, this is my punishment for. But do you, you think know. he was forced there by like the like the emperor? Or someone made him stay there. Or do you think he just did it? I on don't his own? think the emperor forced him. If I were the emperor, I'd be like, dude, you need to be next to me at all times. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because somebody's going to figure out that I'm also like trying to take over the the you know republic, and somebody's going to need to kill him. You know, right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little it's a little hard to have uh, to have your your first your capo, you know, a couple light years away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, you I can't wonder, just call him on the phone and be like, "Come, come down the block." You know? <laughs> I wait. wonder. I wonder if like Vader when he walks around his castle. By the way, the castle is just like uh, 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 Ralph McQuarrie had envisioned it when he when he was doing the uh, artwork for uh, um, Empire Strikes Back. Initially, yeah. the, the castle was going to be Empire Strikes Back. So there was an art show at one of the celebrations a bunch of years back that showed that, that showed some of the concept art for that, and so I was really happy to see that. As as well, 
Uh, but you think you think you think like Vader has little pictures hanging up, and as he walks through the hallways, he's like singing like "Our house is a very 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 fine house." <laughs> he just has a he just enjoys a enjoys staying at home. He's got a lazy boy. Every now and again, you just see a cat walking by. Yeah, <laughs> is he wearing pants or or just a cape? There's no there's no yeah. one home. Well, he he picks it. He, he, <laughs> he, he just wears it. He just wears the top half of his suit. He's just got the uh, the chest plate dangling yeah. in front of him. <laughs> well, I mean, his 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 unit is has burned off. He's like a Ken doll down there, so it doesn't really matter. It's just, it didn't like fall off, did it? It, it just burned. Listen, just, if you if you catch on fire and yeah. you have a little tiny winging weenie yeah. hanging off, that weenie's gonna burn right right the heck off. All right, Chris, I wanna, I'll be right you've back. Posed an interesting question. Yeah. You just said it didn't fall off; it just burnt off. Does that mean that you'd prefer to burn off than to rather than just yeah. fall off? If I had to have my dick either cut off or burned off, Bur- I would have to cut it off, I think. It's faster. Especially if they did it with a lightsaber, because then it would cauterize yeah. it yeah. right so away. It's both. It's cut and burned. So this episode got real dark real quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel I feel that, that his, uh, his, his sex organs are gone. Well, hear me out. Or is ball still there, or just a dick missing? I think that they're gone. <laughs> I think that they're gone. I yeah, think but you got uh, to pick up the balls. To I, think, really I think. I think that. I think that the the the. the I, listen, if you catch on fire, I, I think. I think you're. I think. I think. I think. A, your your penis is going to burn really, and then it's just going to fall off. It's the skin will die, and it'll just come off. And your your uh, your sack your the, the the scrotum will will crisp up and and fall off and then everything else will just have to go with it too because so he'll never pee again. No, he has to, I'm sure he still has a hole to pee out of. Yeah, his back hole. He just can't aim. He he's got to sit the rest of his life. You know, I was going to offer to edit this for Matt, but now I don't think I am. <laughs> this is perfect. I like I like your answer at the back hole. Um, yeah, I think I, he he has to sit because he can't aim. That, that's a, that's that's a good point. He's, he's, I, I he's, sometimes have to sit because it's early in the morning and I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, I'm too tired. It feels better just to sit and, uh, and piss it out than stand and try to aim it. I'm, I, I too, I'm a. I prefer to sit. Call me a lady. <laughs> are we are we all ladies here in this podcast? All of a sudden, I prefer to sit uh, when when doing that because it's it's just easier. I don't like to pee on the seat. Because I don't, I don't like to, I don't, I don't want to leave that for someone else. Even though I know you can wipe it up, but I just don't. I'm, I'm just one of those people that just, I, I don't. I just want to be tidy. But see, I've been in the bathroom, Tim, with you plenty of times, and there's 16 <laughs> urinals, and there's one stall, and you always go in the stall. You know, that's pee- because <laughs> I don't want you looking at my junk. <laughs> <laughs> but there's 16 stalls. I can be in stall one. You can be in stall 16. I'm not going to see it, or, or is it that big? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you you hear you you feel like the 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 air pressure change. <laughs> All right, my number four. <laughs> yeah, is Derek right? This scene once again, give me goosies. Just like in certain movies, you know, just I want to hear Bond say Bond James Bond. I want to see Superman's S at the end of Smallville. I want to see something to go. Ah, oh, that's why I love it. And this scene was like a little. There was like two little cameos that happens in this in this movie, which gave me goosies. Panda Bamba and Doctor Evazan. Yeah. 
say what you want. I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, do the math. Well, he they're too young, and then it doesn't look like him. But just showing some characters who we fell in love with, you know, 1977. Oh, well, there they are, and, and now they're gone. It just gave me goosies and gave me yeah. chills. Throw throw as many Easter eggs in as possible because I love it. I love yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Gar- oh yeah. A lot of people don't like. A lot of people say like, "Hey, remember this stuff that you liked? Here it is again." Like that. That's not it for me. I just like. It reminds me of why I love Star Wars. Yeah. And nice. I don't know if Evazon's dicks burned off, but I, mm-hmm. I don't care. Scarred. It's just it's probably disfigured actually tell you. Truth. Maybe, I don't know. I, My invisible never, dick I, doesn't like you either. <laughs> <laughs> Shrinks up. Uh Tim, what's your number number four? My number four were the cameos of Mon Mothman and Bail Organa. I Okay. You know me, I, I love the prequels. Yes. And anytime that they can connect the prequels with the original trilogy. I'm down with that. Agreed. So, uh, so this seeing seeing those characters from the prequels make their way into into what what essentially is an original trilogy era movie. I really dug, and and I like that they they had them aged appropriately. I like that they had them dressed appropriately to make so they didn't look out of place. Um, so I, I just I just thought I thought I thought they they did such a good job bringing them in. For the right reasons. Although, when uh, when they near the end of the movie, when they ask Bail Organa, you know, do you, who, who do you do you trust this person? He's like, I will trust her with my life. It's like, okay, yeah, we're talking about Leia. Why can't you say it's it's Leia, my daughter? Right. Just say because it, it would have ruined the surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just say it. Just every say fan it. knew it was coming. Say it. Don't spray it. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I, 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 I just, I, I mean, you and I, we've met Jimmy Smiths, and he was a cool dude. Yeah. Uh, we have not well, met Genevieve. One thing I don't like about Jimmy Smiths is he had to put my name on, on the poster. He had to say was, to Chris. You know what? We could just take a little uh, scissors and, or razor <laughs> yeah. blade and cut it right off. You know what right you right use off. is a touch of rubbing alcohol on the end of a Q-tip. Yep. If it's Sharpie, it'll come up. Aha, right there. Um. Derek, we're to you now. Are you for your number three? Three? Yes. Okay. Um, going along the lines of you two, I'm going with a uh, cameo, if you will, appearance. I am going with them using old footage of Red Leader, Gold Leader, and having them kill off Red Five so that Luke could become Red Five. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Yes. Yes. So essentially what happened, for those that don't know, is that... They went into the archives of unused footage from the original trilogy, and they literally took footage of the actors that were Red Five and Gold Five, or Red Leader and Gold Leader, rather, and they filled it into that amazing space battle above above, uh, Scarif. And they they made a point that, you know, they called in uh, Red 5 and Red 5, you know, showed up. And obviously it wasn't Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and and then, of course, he died. So it would have been he funny was, if he was seven years old. <laughs> it would have been funny if Red 5 was like an idiot. Hey, everybody, I'm here. And everybody's like, oh, I hope this guy gets killed. Like, um, his, eye, his eyes are cross-eyed or something. It's, you know? it's, it's revolution, like John, ah, it's hey, like John Cryer in, uh, It's like John Cryer in Hot Shots with the giant Coke bottle glasses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now they, 
<laughs> they should have just got John Cryer from Superman Four and just put him in there, and then then you want him to die. I'll kill Red Five. Well, man. But yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where like if you if you didn't know any better, you'd be like, oh, they got somebody to say that they were Gold Leader. That's neat. But you know, I mean, for the people that you know are obsessive, like the three of us, you're like, holy shit, that's really them, yeah. and. Neither of them are still alive. Yeah, I was going to say that I think the actors who portrayed them have been gone for some of them for several years. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and that that was that was almost on my list because I thought that was a cool touch. Because at first you don't realize, like, at first, when you first see him, like, did was that was, it? and then you're like, oh my god, that's so fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I it mean, goes it was, by so fast too. You're like, what what what, what was that? It was a nice touch. It was a really, really nice touch. And like I said, the the the, the way they explain how Luke became, you know, how how there was an opening for Red Five is, you know, I mean, it's kind of unnecessary. They could have just been like, hey, we need a pilot. You know, if you go and you look, there's different pilots for all the different missions. Not everybody's mm-hmm. got the same, you know, because people die and stuff like that. So they couldn't have just let it go. But the fact that they were like, hey, let's kill somebody and say they were red five. And then that makes Luke being red five, even more important. Yeah. Right. So, I think that's, that was really cool. Yeah. It was a nice touch. Again, that, Easter egg, like little kids yeah. who haven't seen the original trilogy, who in let's say that rogue one is one of their first movies, or they've only seen the prequels are like, they have no idea that these, these characters are from, from 40 years ago, but it's still, it, it's killer. It's, it's the best. It. You know, it gives you gooseies. It's it's, it's meant yeah. for us, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, my turn. My number three should be higher up, but there's two other things in this movie that that just knocks us down. And what's so great about this movie? It's the whole movie is great. You're watching everything. You know all these characters. Everything's happening on screen. The best part about this movie? Spoiler: Everyone fucking dies. <laughs> that to me yeah. is how you this movie should have you know should be no one's around and in, in, in a new hope everything everyone's gone everyone's dead and that to me is what made the movie like yeah there's no survivors that's it yeah, every everybody that was on the planet is dead yeah yeah was- i had that as an honorable mention i mean you know I, it's it's amazing that this is like an entire movie that you know with, with the exception of the cameo at the end there's no Skywalker, there's no solo, there's you know, really none of the good guys from the original except for side characters. Right. And and anybody that's watched the originals, you're like, okay, well we never heard of Jin or so and we never heard of Caspian and we never so like the fact that they're like, Yeah, we, we kill them. They they were on a suicide mission. Right. It it was nice that they I mean, it's sad, of course, but it was well, of course. It was cool that they, you know, but it, like, they made it, it that needed decision. To, yeah, it needed to be done. You you can't have someone escape and then you're wondering, well, why aren't they in any any other fucking movie? You know what I mean? Right. Like everyone yeah. had to perish, everyone had to go. That's my number three. Death. <laughs> Death. Death. The final exit. Um, my number three. It, it basically, it's it's not it's not a particular scene or anything like that. My number three is. Basically, the attention to detail that went into the design of of the entire film, and even down to the background extras casting, 
to mirror the look of A New Hope. Everything in this movie, to me, feels like it could have been 1976, 1977. Um, the sideburns, the, the 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 people aren't very good looking, like the background <laughs> characters. Like right. they're all they're all just straight out of central casting somewhere. Um, you know, they're just they're just they literally just like look like your average people that you're going to see at a hot dog stand in Walla Walla, Washington. It's I think, and I really like that, and I like the simplicity of the costumes. Where, you know, in some cases, like the, uh, you know, it looks like they're wearing a garbage bag as a suit. So, <laughs> right. you know, it's it looks like it's it's a it's an expensive movie, but they spent a lot of money to make it look like it was made for ten million dollars, uh, and and I love that. I, I think I, I I like that it that it looks so inexpensive in terms of. Just it's just the 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 ambiance of the film. Even though right. like the effects are great, um, and uh, they're practical when they can, and the the in the digital to me doesn't interfere very much with my enjoyment of the movie at all. Uh, but overall, just the 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 attention to detail that went in to make it look like it was made, like like this this could have existed forty two, forty three, forty four years ago. I remember Tim when you saw this movie and you you kept on saying that you always said how great it looked like 1977 yeah. 76 all over again for you. Yeah. Like like the like all of the all of the dudes that were working with Galen Erso when they're out there on the on the balcony thing when uh, they're about to be executed all those guys looked like they could have been in Star Wars like they could have just been some regular dude in Star Wars. I thought all the I thought all the uh, the the rebel soldiers all all looked like they were from the seventies, and I, yeah. I I loved it. I thought that was so great. Um, yeah, every, everything was 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 a little rough, a little ugly at times. So I dug it. Yeah. I really dug that. That you know, I mean, aside from several things, that was probably one of my biggest complaints about the uh, prequels. Is everything is so new. You know, and this is only supposed to be hours, honestly, before New Hope starts. Yeah. Or a day before New Hope starts. Right. And the fact that they didn't go, fuck it, we're going to make everything look cool. And they were like, this is how it looked then. It's going to be the same. I I agree. I thought one of, one of my honorables was practical effects. And that definitely falls into that. I mean, you're absolutely right. Like yeah. the people that have taken the end of this movie and spliced it with the beginning of new hope. If you watched that five hour movie, you wouldn't really realize that, Oh, well the first half was done in 2017 or 2016. And the second half was done in 1978. You know, the only, the only thing that would, that would could possibly tip you off maybe some of the audio and maybe a little bit of just the film quality, the different stocks of film. Mm-hmm. Um, that's re- and, that's really about it. And Caspian wearing his Apple watch. <laughs> <laughs> He's counting his steps, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, um, oh shit. What was I going to say? Damn it. The only, the, this, the, and this, 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 this isn't a knock against the movie. So I'm, I'm keeping it positive. The only thing that I, that I that I really would have liked to have seen in terms of the aesthetic is a, a little bit more prequel stuff. Like throw in a beat up Naboo starfighter, throw in 
throw throw in some some old uh, vehicles that we that we've seen before in the prequels, just a little beat up, a little rusty. Right. I think I think that that would have been like a little extra, like little icing uh, on the top. But you know, it you again, it. It, it it's it it worked, it worked perfect as it was. But I, I would have I would have liked to have seen something like that thrown in there. They did throw the ship in from uh, Rebels, didn't they? Yeah, it had a little cameo in it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was you blink and you miss it kind of thing, but I right. mean, at least there was something. Um. I, I mean, I, I mean, I know we didn't, we don't see like clone helmets, but like a clone helmet here or there, or so, something like that, just to just to show you that that stuff did exist, and those things are physical things. They're, they don't, they don't just evaporate; they stick right. around. And some people are relic hunters and and save things, and and I think I think things like that would would make a good a good little background piece. I'm always pissed that no movies show the Ognaut suitcase. <laughs> With <laughs> Just um, wait till the uh, the Disney streaming app comes up and they make Star Wars shows, so they make like Star Wars hoarders. Yeah, and it'll just be some little lady on Tatooine who's got like like fifty star uh, destroy like fifty uh, helmets or something like that. Jira. Well, when that app comes comes out, you better drive up here and help me download it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're back to you, Derek. And you're number two now. My number two, um, kind of already talked about this, but uh, my number two was the the air battle over Scarif, um, mm-hmm. and specifically when they um, disable the star destroyer and then use the hammerhead Corvette to ram the star destroyer That's, into the yeah. other star destroyer, because you're like, you know, the star destroyers are amazing. Yeah. They're giant. I mean, they're they're you know cities and states in the air you know you know it's like taking a carnival cruise doubling it and sticking it in space (laughs) and and the fact that they disabled it to the point where it was trying to get itself back up and running and they're like ram it and you know the hammerhead corvette comes out and just knocks it into the other one and they're like uh we should probably move (laughs) and then just to see the two star destroyers crashing and that's how they break open the uh, the force field. That is cool. That that it was, was a great so scene. cool. Yeah, I watched that scene twice today. It was just so cool to see. Were you were your pants on either time? Yeah, I was at work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that much, doesn't matter. <laughs> how how many sticks of butter were on your body while you're watching that? Uh, only two. Again, I was only two sticks. Okay, that's a two stick scene. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's a good scene, there. Yeah, great I, scene. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, number two to me now, right? Yes, sir. I have a feeling this might be on some list. I, I, I don't know. A lot of people had um, different opinions about it. Um, and then once again, this is a really big ass goosey. Um, all I, I kind of, kind of wish that maybe they did it a certain way. Tim, I'm not talking smack about it. All right, if they would have done it, just show the back of her head. And you know who it is, and she say or hear or say hope. That's all. What he, what I, well, that's that's all. Yeah. <laughs> hope, 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 hope. But when I mean, this was one there, did, this one did have blue milk in it. It did. It did. 
when Leia was there in her in her white outfit and 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 it was CGI Leia or whatever, it just gave you big ass. It gave you gooseies on top of gooseies, and it was just a really cool scene to watch. I remember when I, I pick up Kel from the theater a lot of times back then. I was just walking at that one scene a lot just to see her say hope, and it gave me gooseies. Oh. I, I left. Yeah, that but that is a great scene, and I've met I've met the girl that was the. That's right. She's she signed my my post Disney poster. <laughs> yeah, I wish she, that girl. That girl is adorable. Oh my god, she's adorable. She I forget her name. Uh, the girl who plays plays the Han Solo or the I'm sorry the the uh, the Princess Leia canvas I guess for that movie. But she's the girl's the girl's just adorable. It was a great scene. It was great just scene. how how you wanted to end because then you know it's 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 you know half an hour later, an hour later, a day later. Bam! It's here we go again. Yeah. Uh, what's yours, Timmy? We we've already talked about this earlier. My, my number two is K two S O. Ooh, and very a be- and uh, mainly because he he really is essentially the Han Solo of the movie. He's the he's the realist. He's the person that centers it. He's the he's the dissenting voice that we need in these movies. That. Uh, we didn't get in some other movies. We need that the, some some someone there that grounds everything. And and this droid was that voice in this movie. And he was funny. He was direct. He was poignant. You know. And uh, he he was so detached of the entire thing that that when he finally does say something meaningful and heartfelt for for a droid, that it it carries that much more weight. Um. So I, I I just I and 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 he had some of the best lines of the entire movie. Yeah, and I, like, I cared about his death more than I cared about anyone else's. Death yeah, in that whole movie. We I mean and we we saw we saw that a little bit in in Solo too with the droid where mm-hmm. you you've given these droids these great personalities and then when they go it's like oh I want them to stay. That's um, what makes these movies so great is you fall in love with, with robots, with droids, you know, who have yeah. no emotions or feelings and all, you know? Um, like, I, my, my, I think my favorite line is, uh, uh, like, when they're, when they're on the way to Scarif and someone, and I, I forget what the line was. It's been a couple weeks since I watched it, but they said something to the effect of, we're just gonna we're just gonna crash and blow up on the outside, or, or we're gonna we'll we'll hit the we'll hit the force field and we'll all die. And he's like, "Not me." And then they all look at him like like he's like he's talking badass. He goes, "I you know I can survive in space." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just li- lines like things like that. Things like like he's just telling you a universal truth, but yeah. he's very being very blunt about it. And it's just like, uh, yeah, great great stuff, great stuff. But. Yeah, K2, K2 is my number two. All right, this is it. Number ones for all of us. And if I had to bet my second child, I think we all might match. <laughs> yeah, no one's mentioned this yet, so. No. I, 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 I think, I, I'm thinking we may, we may have similar similar ideas here. I, I will lose Luke. Should, should, we all, should we all say it at the same time? And, and let's say the real thing, Tim. Don't you make up something <laughs> silly, all right? Okay. One, two, two, three, three. Vader fight. Vader, Vader. at the end. We got hallway. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I was going to say the fact that they skipped the scroll in the beginning of the movie, but 
<laughs> yeah, she, she, she just want to get to it. Enough with the reading. No, Vader, like, you know, this movie didn't need that scene. It didn't need the Leia scene. It didn't need a lot of things. But this was a badass scene. But holy dude. fucking shit. I'm, thank dude. you for giving me this scene. <laughs> dude, it's pitch black. They're so excited because they have the plans. And then you just see the beam of the red lightsaber. Yeah. And, and you, and you like, hear him breathing. It's, it's fucking on. Then you just you hear know? him go, ooh, I'm going to suck you guys. So no, Oh, wait, no, that's a different movie. Star Balls. That's, that's Rogue Hung. <laughs> rogue, rogue, rogue balls. That's cocknaka. Uh, yeah, and he just burns through these dudes. And then the best part, he's standing at the edge of space, yeah. and watching the ship go off. Which, by the way, I read somewhere that he had um, magnetic boots. His magic legs. Yeah, the magic his, legs. <laughs> Mama called him a magic legs. Lieutenant Vader. <laughs> but that's why that's why he didn't get sucked into space. Is that part of his unit? Part of his, you know, robo body has magnetics in in the feet. I didn't even think of that, but I would think also that he's so powerful in the force that he he's using the force to stay on the yeah. ground, kind of thing. He's so powerful in the force that when he gets shot in the uh, in the uh, trench run, he spins out of control for like days. If he yeah. was that powerful, he'd be like level out, level out. You know? good. Yeah, all good. But yeah, he was trying, oh he was trying God, to figure, figure out which way it was up. And, and it was like, well, always are up. Yeah. And in space, you, you never can see what's up. <laughs> yeah. And, and Sith Lords can't look up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you ask anybody who's, a, you know, a pretty – is an ordinary Star Wars fan about this movie, what's your favorite scene? This has to be 99% everyone's answer. Yeah. You mean it's, just for this movie or overall? Just for this for, – for Rogue. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 the it's the sort of stuff we've been dreaming about since Star Wars came out. It's just what we have always wanted to see since we first saw Star Wars. We never got to see Vader just indiscriminately kill, go at his most evil, just slicing people down. We've always just sort of seen him in a in a fight with someone he has a, he has a relationship with on some level. We've never just seen him go like, "Who's this fucking prick?" Stab. Yeah. Um, so that yeah, that it's. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm hoping sometime in the next decade we do get a Vader movie where it's just Vader, just Vader being Vader, rather than having to deal with oh Padme, oh Luke, where are well, you? Oh. Well, why did he kick ass at the end of Rogue One, but in the beginning of A New Hope? He sends in the stormtroopers first, and then he then he follows. Why didn't he do that again? Go in there and kill all those old men with pistols. <laughs> Lunchtime. Uh, well, he, he was that's... tired. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is an asthmatic after all. Yeah. The funny thing is, you watch that scene, and then you watch the the lightsaber fight with uh, Obi Wan in New Hope. Yeah. And they're like, da da dink, da 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 dunk. It's like watching a game of Pong. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. You absolutely right. Well, I mean, if you think about it, back in 1977, Pong was the biggest was thrill the of sh- all. Was the shit? Yeah. And well, nowadays, true, yeah. it's like what is it? Uh, Call Fortnite. of Duty, Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite. Whatever. Fortnite. Pong was the Fortnite back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> but but no, you have to admit though, when, when when Vader and, and Obi Wan are, are fighting at the scene, did Obi Wan kind of trips a little bit? 
he like stumbles <clears throat> like like the actor alligators he like he, he, like Ugh. and it looks funny when they're like holding stick 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 <laughs> stick stick yeah but then rogue one he's fucking killing everybody in sight kill 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 double kill double yeah double kill golden eye double kill but that's that's i'm glad we all had the same one if, if we didn't we're just all stupid yeah I have no, uh, I have no honorable mentions. I just Me went neither. one for five. I wrote five down. That's all I got. But uh, Derek, I, I you had, have a couple. I had three, okay. and they were all mentioned on your two lists. Hey, so I, I call that a wash. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, all right. Well, thanks, Derek, for joining us on this uh, Star Wars and character crossover with Best of Fives. Thank well, you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Anytime. And Tim, thanks, thanks for being on and. Join us next time we discuss um, our top five scenes from Solo. Solo. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars-related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.